Welcome to our brand new series, Long Story Short, where each week we go through the parasha in a matter of minutes to be able to bring you up to speed on what happens in that week's parasha. This brand new series has been sponsored anonymously in the merit of Shilomo ben Rivka and Yosef ben Sarah. This week's parasha is Parsha Tetzaveh. Let me tell you a little bit about it. The parasha begins by telling us about the fact that when the Jewish people got oil for the menorah, to light the menorah in the Bet HaMikdash, they had to use only the purest oil. Only the very first squeeze would be pure enough for that oil. The rest of the oil could be used for other things, but not for the menorah. Teaching us that the light that we produce in Torah and in Judaism has to be of the purest kind. The Torah then continues on and talks about the various clothing that the Kohanim would wear. Every Kohen would wear at least four layers or base layers of Kohanic clothing. The first one is the Ketonet, the robe that they would wear. The second is the Mechnasayim, the pants that they would wear. The third is the Mitznefer or Megbat, a different type of hat depending on if they were a regular Kohen or a Kohen Gadol. And the fourth was the Avnet, a belt that would tie it all together. The Prasuk just then continues and tells you, well, if you're a Kohen Gadol, you have four more objects of clothing on top of those original four. The four that the Kohen Gadol would wear were the ephod, which was kind of like an apron made out of beautiful colors and gold thread. The choshen, which was a breastplate. It had on it uh, three, four rows of three gemstones. Each one of the gemstones had the names of the 12 tribes inscribed on them. Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, and so on. Underneath it was put two pieces of parchment, a piece of parchment that had was called the Urim and another one, the Tumim, which carried the name, two different names of God. That allowed the Kohen Gadol to be able to discern and to take apart the most difficult problems that the Jewish people had by the letters of the Kohen Gadol's breastplate lighting up, telling him what was the right thing to do in that given problem. The me'il, which was a long, almost like a skirt worn over, made out of the bluest wool, and at the bottom it had um, pomegranates and bells. The bells would actually work, they would shake and make noise, and that way you could always hear when the Kohen Gadol was coming. We learned from here a tremendous lesson of privacy, that a person is always supposed to knock before they enter into a room. Even though God knew that the Kohen Gadol was coming, still, it was important out of respect to let people know that you were on your way. On top of that, on top of the head, right there, right where he would have his special Kohen Gadol hat, he wore something called the tzitz, a golden plate that went across his head, almost like a sweatband, but it said on it, Kodesh Lashem, holy to God. And the Kohen was not allowed to lift his hands above that line, illustrating and always keeping in his mind that he was someone that was not there for his own glory or grandeur with all these special clothing, but rather that he was sanctified for God himself. The parashah continues and tells us about the fact that these new kohanim, on their very first job, on their very first digs, were given these clothes and were taken to the front of the mishkan. They were dipped in the mikveh so they would be pure. And after they'd been taken to their posts, dipped in the mikveh, they were then dressed in the most magnificent finery, illustrating, befitting the kavod of those that were set aside for God himself. Now, after that was ha- going to happen, the, the uh, Kohanim did not know how yet to serve in the Mikdash. It was brand new. So Moshe, for seven days, acted out all the different korbanot, all the sacrifices, everything that needed to be done so that they could learn. Those were called the Shivat Yimei the seven days of filling the place where Moshe himself did the actions of all the Kohanim. They sat, they learned, and only began to service the Bet HaMikdash on the eighth day. 
We're going to learn more about that eighth day later on in the Torah in Parashat Shemini. After that was done, the Torah then tells us that there are two korbanot that have to be brought all the time. One is the korban tamid, a sheep that's brought in the morning and one in the afternoon, illustrating the uh, lessons of consistency of being there every single day, every morning, every night to do the right thing. The last part of the parasha talks about the mizbeach ha-penimi, the internal mizbeach, a mizbeach that was made out of gold, and its sole purpose was to burn the incense, a collection of beautiful spices and smells that would fill the Beit HaMikdash with the most amazing smell. They were brought in the morning, and they were brought in the evening. That ends our parasha, our parasha Tetzaveh. We hope each week to make this better, shorter, sharper, so by the end of this cycle of Torah, you'll know everything that there is to know, at least on the surface level, about each parasha. Shabbat Shalom.